Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour Extra Bits, our little gift to you podcast subscribers. This week we meet Natasha Devon, host of the new Channel 4 show Naked Beach, and talk about whether or not we take it all off just for the sake of our body image. Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. She'll get you talking. So, ladies, talking about body image and getting naked on the beach have either of you seen the naked beach on channel four emma you've seen it, yes you? i have yeah what watched the think? first episode i was like wow this is what love island should probably be like basically <laughs> just like lots of normal people but also i thought it's just a bit it was just a bit sad that these people like young people just couldn't even bear to look at themselves naked mm. in a mirror like yeah absolutely just hated themselves so much and I was just like how sad it is that they were so consumed but how interesting that when you are around people who were no clothes on how quickly they were able to change that 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 um that mindset well we have one of the hosts of the show Natasha Devon MB on the line with us now Natasha why do you think Naked Beach works when it comes to improving our body image. Hello. Um, I think the reason that it works is because we take the guests away from everything that they know, everything that's familiar, all of the um, associations that they have with their job, with their home life that maybe are holding them back, and we completely immerse them in this experience. They go to um, a Greek island where people of all different shapes and sizes are naked around them 24-7. And so whilst the transformation looks really dramatic over the four days, it's because it's like a baptism of fire. And they don't know what to expect. They genuinely didn't know that people were going to be naked when they turned up. So they're just that, you know, that reaction that you see when they turn up to the island where they say, wow, that's genuine. Wow. And so just check when you say everyone's naked, are the crew naked too? No, the crew, <laughs> no, the crew weren't naked. So uh, Dr. Keon and I, who oversee the experiment, we selected eight incredibly body confident hosts. Uh, they're people who are already in the body positivity space online and they do a lot of stuff on, on Instagram. And we specifically wanted people in a really broad range of different shapes and sizes and uh, races. I'm hoping that perhaps that the TV show might get commissioned for another series. And that being the case, I would really like to expand it out so that we see people of different ages as well, because all of the hosts in the current series are quite young. 
Natasha, do you know, uh, what uh, have there been lasting impact and effects on the contestants who've been on the show in terms of how they feel post-show? Like, does it does it continue and improve their body positivity? We've kept in touch with all of the contributors and it has actually impacted them long-term. And what I think it is, is a lot of it is facing your fears because the things that they do, like getting naked on the beach and the five-minute flash, um, which is where they, they stand with one of the hosts in a towel and they look at each other's body naked for five minutes, those things are far worse in your imagination than they are when you try them in reality. So I think um, doing those things and living them and realizing that no, you know, no one died. <laughs> Nothing bad happened. Made them live their fullest life afterwards, and and that was the thing that struck me when I was interviewing the contributors before the show, was how many of them were putting their life on hold until they achieved some kind of aesthetic that they thought they were meant to look like, and and that to me was the really sad thing. Mm. One of the things I thought was really lovely about the show was seeing, I mean, seeing men and women, but particularly seeing women with bodies of all shapes and sizes but which weren't toned up to the hilt so so much of my social media feed is filled with women where the prime girl now has gone from thin to toned and it's about how can we kind of shrink it and keep it really hard and tight and I actually just loved seeing a bit of flab seeing a bit of softness and a bit of droop and just people who looked like they had lives outside of the gym I thought it was really beautiful what has been the response for those people who have been on the show, for the your body positive hosts? What have people been saying to them? Well, I've been surprised at how positive the response has been. Mm. Obviously, we've had the inevitable kickback, people saying that we're promoting obesity, etc. Uh, but overwhelmingly, if you look through the comments on social media, I would say about 75-80% of it is is positive. Exactly the same response as, as you've had. It's so good to see normal people because the fact is, whilst we do have some people who are larger, we also have people who are naturally slender. What they're not are people who spend eight hours a day in the gym. Mm. And I think we've become so desensitized to normal bodies, that that in itself is either shocking or refreshing, depending on which way you look at it. Natasha, where do you think we need to roll back to? Because I was just thinking about where I would see naked bodies, and it would be PE, so the the girls' changing room, um, or I, generally I don't know, even know if people really buy full-length mirrors anymore, but my dad it, with his design aesthetic for some reason every bathroom he's ever designed has a full as in a whole wall is basically a mirror so I have no choice but to look at myself naked every day when I get into the shower um and so I am comfortable I see my naked body all of the time and I know what all of my girlfriend's naked bodies look like we were talking I wouldn't go to a beach and have my sort of vagina out but I would have my boobs out um so where, you know, if you're, you're not going on a show, where does this uh, com- being comfortable with nakedness start? I think it's really interesting the attitude that we have towards nudity in Britain in particular. And actually a, a young person that I was talking to summed it up best, um, as they often do. A teenager I was talking to said to me, it's only okay nakedness if it's sexual. 
in this country. So it's like nudity is everywhere. It's an online pornography. It's on social media. It's it's, you know, in the, the kind of mainstream media, but it's all this kind of highly sexualized nudity. What we don't see in Britain is people being normal and naked, and we're all naked underneath our clothes, and then it becomes taboo. Mm. You know, the best example I can think of that is um, breasts are literally everywhere, but if a mother breastfeeds in public, up until a couple of years ago, that was making headline news. Now, like, that is literally what boobs were invented for, mm. and yet for some reason that's the taboo thing. So what I think we need to do with nudity is, is make it more normalised and realise that it's not automatically sexual you know to be naked is is not to be sexual and that's kind of what the the program is about really that you know we don't have to live up to this idea of this really sanitized weird idea of sexuality in order to be comfortable with our naked bodies but i think my point is where do we get naked to be comfortable with being naked we need to get naked and i think in Mm. the scandy countries where there are lots of lakes and stuff people just you know whip off their whatevers and jump into the lake on a on a hot day and therefore it is normal and there's nothing sexual about it so where and how do we start getting naked because i don't think it's going to happen on brighton beach no you're right it, i think the weather plays a part yeah good point <laughs> maybe it maybe it should start in families and um, you know i think that children should see their parents naked um i don't think there should be anything weird about that you know like my my niece who is she will absolutely kill me saying this because she's currently 19 but when she was much younger i used to get changed in front of her and just carry on chatting to her about her day at school and you know not make a big deal out of it just so that she could see what a, a normal naked body looked like because if we don't do that then there are things that will jump in and create an idea of normality, which is completely false for that generation. But is that then not also wrapped up with parents' worries about if I make nakedness at home okay, what happens when they're out and about and not with me and they think their nakedness out in the real in the real world, close your fingers, is okay and I'm not around? Because we all know that society's changed a lot. Yeah, I, I mean... I. I'm not sure how that would work. Uh, you know, if if you live in a house where people are okay with each other's nakedness, I don't think that necessarily means that you think it's okay to leave the house naked and just strut down the street naked. Um, I, I think people will realise where, where the boundaries and, and the lines are. Why is it important that we do this? So one of the things that I sort of sometimes get a little bit angsty about with the body positivity movement is i get mm. to a point where i'm like why is it just not body neutrality why why mm. are we talking about bodies all the time by putting all this emphasis back on people's bodies are we not just making us all think about them all the more and feeding into the cycle mm. yeah i i think that's a really good point so the, the term body positivity was actually mm. coined by um, fat women of colour and their whole movement was about neutrality so it wasn't actually about celebrating their bodies, it was about not um, uh, ostracising them for their bodies so they, they were saying, I, you know, I don't want to be judged I don't want to um, uh, you know, not get a job or not be allowed into certain social situations because of my body and that I think is a really good aim um, you know, to, to just not be negative about certain bodies and I, and I think that the term body positivity has been co-opted now by a lot of 
brands um, and sort of used interchangeably with body confidence, but that's not why it was first coined. And, um, you know, your, your body, there's a, um, a great online influencer called uh, the Slumflower, Tadira Eguru, mm-hmm. and she says, um, your body is your spirit sack. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's a great way of looking at it. It's just this thing that you're carrying your spirit around in. But I think um, one of the things that we can do in, in order to feel neutral about the body is to understand that to a large extent, the way we look is defined by things like, for example, how we move. Yeah, you know, like there is a lot of middle-aged people in particular who are trying to look younger and they will have work done that does make them look younger in a picture. But in real life, they look like older people who have had work done because actually <laughs> how young you look is defined by how you move and how enthusiastic you are and how kind of sparky you are. And that can't be captured in a, in a shot on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's really what, what the, the program is trying to do. It's trying to show real bodies in motion and you mm-hmm. get to know the hosts. You're going to see them for five weeks every week. You get to understand these characters and what they're all about and they do become more than a body. And I think that that's really important. We've got a little trail of the show that we'll play now. I just think my body's gross. Research suggests seeing a range of different naked bodies will change the way that these people feel for good. As you can tell, we're not wearing any clothes. The prospect of getting naked is making me feel physically sick. I just, uh, guys, this prospect of getting naked is making me feel physically sick. I just want to give him such a hug. I know. One of the things that's really upsetting in the show that I hadn't really thought about before I watched it was that there are men out there with the same level of body fear that we just generally associate with women. Is that a growing problem? Yeah. I, you know what? When we said that we wanted the playing field level, mm. uh, and yeah. by we as women, um, this is not what we meant. And I, I feel like over the previous couple of years, the level of body insecurity in men has really risen. But it does, in in general, come from a different place. So when I was talking to men, generally speaking, all of their fears either started with or revolved around exercise and being muscular and being Mm. strong and manly. With women, it, it tends to start or manifest around food and then the obsession with exercise develops later. With guys, it's the other way around. So it starts with gym culture, and then when they're at the gym, they chat to other guys who tell them to cut out certain food groups or take protein products or whatever. Um, but there, there has been a 70% increase in eating disorders amongst men in the past five years. Wow. Um, and whilst I think the gym can be an incredible place to find your community and you know hang out with other like-minded people, you know it's a social thing for a lot of people, I do think we also, also have to be careful about the, the culture that it's promoting with men. I think it's interesting that for men it's about being bigger and for women it's about being smaller. Mm. Yeah. Is that kind of... Is that something that's linked with, I guess, how we see ourselves within society? Because I Mm. have like a real... I get very on my soapbox about the whole concept of diet culture being linked to patriarchy, trying to keep women literally small. Mm. Is this about, for men, is it about kind of trying to build themselves up so they're so big that nothing can hurt them? Or where does it come... Or is it just simply an aesthetic thing? So psychologically... um generally speaking women have a pretty straightforward body image shame trigger if you want to shame a a woman call her fat call her ugly you're pretty much done and that makes a lot of sense to me because you know as a high profile woman in the public eye 
you know, whenever I go on TV and say something that is considered controversial, I have queues of men on social media telling me that they don't want to have sex with me, which um, is always confusing because that was never what we were talking about. <laughs> but, um, I, think, I think they're kind of trying to, to shame me into silence. For your average man, um, the psychological shame t- trigger revolves around strength. If you want to shame a man, you'll call him weak. And I think what's interesting is that just as our definition of female beauty is fluid, you know, it changes throughout history, it changes throughout the world, so is our definition of male strength. So whereas 50 years ago, the definition of male strength was going out to work and providing for your family, now it's looking like you can handle yourself. So this obsession with muscle building, I actually think comes from wanting to appear strong. Mm Natasha Devon, thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us. Uh, the Naked Beach is on Channel 4 Thursdays at 8pm. I found it fascinating just from watching and being like, gosh, I literally never see people of this shape on my TV. It didn't make me think about society. It made me think how uh, one-dimensional most of our most people appearing on TV are, mm. literally and metaphorically. One, two, three, four! This has been the Badass Women's Hour podcast with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. If you want to hear more from us, you can come follow us on social media at Badass Women's Hour HR um, or leave us a review and tell us how much you love us. We really need to feel the love. Five stars should do it. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.